This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. TL Talk Radio Season 5, Episode 13. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 13 of TL Talk Radio, a regular podcast with Lynn Funy-Hatton and Randy Ziegenfuss, where our goal is to engage you in learning, motivate you to share your work, and inspire you to lead for the change we need in schools for the digital age. I'm Randy Ziegenfuss. And I'm Lynn Funy-Hatton. Good morning, Randy. Good morning. Who do we have today? So today we have a special guest, Megan Hunek. And Megan Hunek is the uh, a design principal on the design and implementation team at Education Element. And we've uh, learned about education elements a couple of podcasts. Megan collaborates with district and school leaders to develop and implement personalized learning. And prior to joining education elements, uh, she taught in Arlington, Virginia public schools. She was chosen to be a member of the Learn Zillion Dream Team, where she facilitated engaging, blending professional learning experiences for instructional leaders and teacher leaders. And since her time at Education Element, she has worked with school districts from upstate New York to Alaska and many places in between. Since 2010, Education Element has supported more than 140 districts, 750 schools, and 550,000 students with personalized learning implementations. Through their work with schools and districts across the country, they established the core four of personalized learning, and that's what we're really going to focus on today. Four key elements that ensure that personalized learning is implemented with success and high fidelity. So welcome to the podcast, Megan. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on here. And a little shout out to your colleague, Ben, who connected us and thought this would be a good topic for a podcast. And it's certainly, with our work around here, certainly something that we're interested in, this idea of personalized learning. So let's start our conversation today with a personal story about how you got connected to this idea of personalized learning. I really got connected to personalized learning by personalizing the instruction within my own classroom. Uh, Every school year when I was teaching, I would set up my classroom over the summer, and then I would find after day one that I was having to rearrange the furniture and really rethink my instruction. Uh, The students entering my second grade classroom may have all been the same age, but they surely did not learn at the same pace. Um, And they really all had different learning needs um, that couldn't be addressed through the traditional model. Uh, So throughout the years of teaching, I really played around with different instructional models within my classroom and saw the power of personalized learning firsthand. So really excited that now I get to share um, my love for personalized learning and these experiences with teachers across the country. Yes, now you get to support those out there wanting to do the same kind of work. So let's jump right in and talk about the core four continuum, a new framework for personalized learning implementation. Um, We had a chance to look at it online, but for our listeners, tell us what it is and why is it important? 
Yeah, so at Education Elements, uh, like you mentioned earlier, we developed the core four of personalized learning, which is really a guide for educators um, as they're seeking to infuse personalized learning within their classroom. And for those that aren't familiar, the core four elements are flexible content and tools, targeted instruction, data-driven decisions, and student reflection and ownership. And this new continuum really gives teachers and leaders a tool that breaks down the core four. Um, it allows for teachers to reflect on their current practices and clarify how they maybe want to grow and progress uh, within their instruction. And we were often getting the question from educators of, I want to start with personalized learning, but where do I begin? Or I'm already doing this, but where do I go next? Um, so this has just been important because this came from a need that we saw and we heard out in the field and it's really allowing educators to find their entry point um, and their pathway for approaching personalized learning. So thinking about personalized learning, maybe we maybe we could start with sort of a working de definition because we've talked to quite a few guests who have talked about personalized learning and you know everybody has sort of a different spin on what that looks like and um, you know we have software companies that provide products that they indicate our personalized learning all the way to teachers who are really creating personalized learning plans uh, for students in the classroom. So could you just give us a working definition of what you view as, as personalized learning? Yeah, so we kind of see that core four as our working definition in a sense. And I like what you mentioned there about that digital content in those tools. Uh, we know that those are a great asset with personalized learning. They're really able to tailor the learning and give uh, students that just-in-time data but we also believe within the instructional models that we're helping school districts and teachers to design um, that there has to be a place still for that one-on-one -on -one instruction and that small group instruction with students, ways to pull data from other sources and ways to get that data really into the hands of students so that they may reflect on it and take ownership um, of their own learning. So we will definitely link in the show notes uh, the Core 4 continuum where where our listeners can go download that and check it out. And I've got it up here on the screen and notice that there are those four components, uh, targeted instruction, data-driven decisions, flexible content and tools, and student reflection and ownership. And then within each one, you've got this continuum. So could you pick one of those four? And I know this is an audio podcast, obviously. So our listeners are probably doing this, listening to this without being able to see it at the same time. Can you choose one of those four and walk us through what does that continuum look like? Yeah, definitely. Let me pull it up here. Um, let's talk about student reflection and ownership. Oh, I was hoping you'd choose that. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So student reflection and ownership um, is ongoing student reflection that promotes ownership of learning. And when you look at the continuum, you'll see the areas of goal setting, reflection, and ownership all broken out as indicators um, within student reflection and ownership. And this really allows teachers to reflect and pinpoint their areas for next step. So by breaking it apart, um, when we think about student reflection and ownership within a classroom, we may see with goal setting, maybe more advancing and sustaining. We may see that students are consistently setting goals and tracking their goals. Um, but they may not be monitoring progress toward their goals or in their classroom being provided those opportunities to make authentic choices for their learning really based on those goals. So by breaking down the core four, it allows teachers to reflect on their practices, identify areas within that they maybe already have in place, but what next steps can I take to really you know, foster this culture of student reflection and ownership within my classroom? I think a lot of teachers are setting goals with their students, which is wonderful. Um, goals are so important. 
Um, but how do I really check in, um, make sure that students are reflecting on those, make sure that students are tracking their progress. And then that final piece, um, how is that allowing them to really take the ownership of their learning? So that teachers could actually use this as almost like a self-reflection rubric. Um, I don't know if that that's an appropriate word for this, but it looks kind of like a rubric, and it looks something that could help me understand where I am uh, within each of these four areas. Yeah, definitely. I think we've seen many teachers use it in that way to really set their own goals um, and model that. We like to use rubrics within our, within our own classrooms, um, but to have that goal-setting practice within our own instruction is key as well. So in addition to having um, the organizer, the graphic, um, the reflection guide, uh, the core four framework that you have on your site, you also have a variety of resources. And one of the resources you shared, um, a list of top ways teachers and, and school leaders can use the core four uh, continuum. Can you give us a couple of those ideas? Yeah, so like I mentioned earlier, we really developed this tool from things that we heard out in the field. Um, we kept hearing and ask for something like this, uh, for ways for teachers to know what to do next. Um, and ways for principals to really look at the personalized learning instruction within their building and know where their teachers are. So on the blog, which you could read later, we really did break it down into teacher tips, but also leader tips. Mm -hmm. um, but one school actually that we're working with this fall, I love this idea, their personalized learning team is looking at their core four practices and they're creating a bank of um, models and examples within their own building, which Ooh, is really helping teachers that say, I'm here. Yes, yeah, so like I'm here on the continuum. I might only be emerging um, within goal setting. I want to take it to the next level. What are those resources or who can I see within my building that is already doing this? So similarly, um, a lot of schools have been identifying teachers that are advancing or sustaining within the core four and asking if those teachers will open up their doors um, to let other teachers in to really see uh, personalized learning firsthand um, and in action. And then lastly, I think on the leader side, um, the tool's really been guiding leaders um, as they approach professional development. Because as we know, uh, with, any, with anything, um, teachers come in at varying levels, especially with their implementation, with their experiences and what they've tried. So it reminds us really that professional development um, in and of itself can't be a one size fits all model. Um, and it allows leaders to find a way to model that personalization and that support to pair up teachers um, and to approach those goal conversations. So thinking about the goal conversations, um, you know, what for an instructional leader, what might that sound like? And maybe you could use one of the four items there and sort of walk us through it, um, how a principal might be working with a teacher or how a teacher leader might be working with another teacher or how teachers might work with each other. Like if we pull up this, this framework, what might that conversation sound like? Yeah, so you bring up a great point too. One thing we've been, this tool has actually forced us as a team to look at um, what we call our learning walks. Our learning walks are when we're visiting school districts um, and going into classrooms and really seeing what are the great practices in place, but it's helping us to identify what does this actually look like? Um, what does this sound like? What does this feel like within a classroom? Um, so in a conversation like that, maybe around back to student reflection and ownership, um, if a teacher is setting goals within their classroom, um, a principal might say, you know, when I walk into your classroom and I ask a student about the goal they are setting or the goal that they're working on, are they able to articulate, you know, how what they're actually working on in the moment is going to help them to reach that goal? Um, is the, are the opportunities that you're providing within your classroom 
um, ones that are going to help that student make progress towards that goal. Um, so it really just gives kind of those guiding questions um, for teachers to see. I may be sustaining in one area, but I might be emerging in others. So at this point in our conversation with our guests, we ask you a couple of rapid fire questions with just some short answers, uh, maybe off the top of your head. So you ready for some questions? Yes. <laughs> okay. So our first question is, who is one expert our listeners should connect with to learn more about personalized learning? Uh, from being a teacher myself, I would say teachers and school leaders. Uh, we've worked with teachers across the country who are implementing personalized learning every day, and they're really having to design their approaches um, to fit within their own context. So I would point people in the direction to learn from other teachers and leaders, but we really do try to highlight the work of them um, the ones that we work with within our blog and on our Twitter feed, especially, um, and at our annual Personalized Learning Summit. I, I would follow us on Twitter, though, for sure, and see um, our retweets and sharing those best practices that educators around the country are sharing daily. So lots of good practical examples uh, on the social media for Ed Elements, as well as on the blog. And we will link those in the show notes as well. Okay, second question. If you are recommending one book to our listeners about personalized learning, what would it be? One book. Um, I actually just started one recently that was a recommendation from a colleague, which is The End of Average by Todd Rose. Um, and it's about how we succeed in the world uh, that values sameness. And again, I just picked it up, um, but I would already highly recommend it. I think it relates um, beautifully to personalized yeah. learning and the multiple pathways. Yeah, we would concur. Mm -hmm. We've, we've uh, accessed <laughs> that book too and enjoy that as well. Um, and the last one, what online site resource or person do you learn from regularly that you'd like to share with the audience? I love the Learning Accelerators, their page on blended mm -hmm. and personalized learning at work. Again, we always get the question of, can I see it? I want to see it in action. And that can be hard to do if not within the own um, walls of your school. But I think this is a great place to see examples in action and a way to kind of filter by grade level. Yes. And we did uh, interview some folks from the Learning Accelerator, I think, last season on open educational resources. Mm -hmm. So we'll, uh, we'll, link open, uh, we'll link that episode, but we'll also link the Learning Accelerator in the show notes as well. All right. Okay. Thanks, Megan. So last question for you, Megan, um, is what are you working on next? What are you working on? What is Ed Elements working on? You know, how do you see this work moving forward? Yeah. One thing that I've been really excited that my team's been working on is an innovative uh, teacher leader framework. Um, and we're really excited to be able to work more with teacher leaders within buildings who are really the ones that are um, helping to foster innovation within their schools. So you can stay tuned for more information coming soon on that. And then also, like I mentioned, um, the continuum internally has really pushed us to think about uh, learning walks. And when teachers are getting into each other's classrooms, um, what are things that they can be looking for? Um, what can they be bringing back to their classroom the next day? And as administrators, too, when we're looking within um, classrooms, how can we really understand what's happening, um, you know, not just in what we see, but what we hear um, in those conversations with students? So we're definitely going to want to invite you back for another podcast there for both the learning walks and also um, the teacher leadership framework that you develop. That will be really interesting to see. We'd be happy to join. Thank you. So thank you so much for joining us, Megan. If you want to learn more about Megan's work, you can visit some of the links in the show notes. We linked her Twitter, the Core 4 curriculum, information about Ed Elements, uh, the BYOT blog, uh, bring your own thoughts. And um, we're also going to link the recommendations that Megan made 
um, about the Learning Accelerator, a previous episode on TL Talk Radio, and also the End of Average. So lots of lots of resources there for everyone. Each episode, we leave you with a question to think about with the idea of provoking reflection and conversation. This episode's question, how could your school or district and learners benefit from the personalized learning core for Continuum? If you've enjoyed this episode, would like to comment or check out the resources shared today, visit the show notes at tltalkradio.org and look for season five, episode 13. That's all for now. We'll be back soon with more conversations featuring other innovative thought leaders. Thanks again, Megan. Thanks, Megan. Bye-bye. Want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.